0: Paula, thank you for joining me today.
1: Hi, thanks for having me.
0: Exciting times, you know. Uh, listeners, the viewers of Twin This Interview, they can see you on Lisa Frankenstein as Misty. Uh, I've been watching all the trailers, all the interviews that are out there. Your um, the premiere. You must have had an exciting time for you.
1: It was. It was extremely exciting. Um, I actually got to watch the movie on Monday before it came out, Friday, February 9th. So that was really fun to get to reunite with everyone too. I was able to see zelda our incredible director and i was actually able to meet diablo cody i'd never met her on set back when we filmed in august of 2022 oh. so i got to meet her and thank her for creating such an amazing script and two coming off of the SAG strike last year in the fall and a little bit in the, to the summertime it was really great to just be able to do that and go to premiere and
0: right.
1: talk about the movie and promote it so it was great
0: Oh yeah, well we're gonna talk about in the movie for in a little bit too. Also, like you know, part of the interview also, I like to get to know people, get to know what made you jump to the industry. I saw you started at a young age in the acting world.
1: I did. Yeah, I'm coming up on almost sixteen years in this industry, which is insane. Yeah, I've been very blessed and very lucky to be able to do this since such a young age. I had a really, um, really amazing support system with my family, who's always supported me and not everyone is so lucky to have that. So that's why I was able to start so young and um, just transitioning from childhood to now adulthood has been such a journey. And it's it's so cool to be able to look back on projects I did when I was younger and just see the growth as an actress and as a person. It's so special.
0: Are you trying to tell me you would never go back to Nickelodeon again if you had the (laughs) chips?
1: You know, that's so funny because I think my fans would be so devastated, (laughs) like the people that have been following me since the Every Which Way days, if I said no. So honestly, never say never. Paramount Plus now with Nickelodeon, they're bringing back so many of these old shows that still have such a huge following. And I wouldn't be where I am today without those people that have been so loyal to me. And it's so cool that they've been able to grow with me and they still support the products that I'm doing to this day. So also, I'm still friends with a lot of people from right. my Every Witch Way days on Nickelodeon. So if we were able to do something together, even just like a little official reunion, it would literally just be me hanging out with my friends. So I that would be such a great time.
0: Right. So at, at a young age, uh, what made you like the acting bug? What made you like decide this is what you wanted to do?
1: well i i've always loved performing it really started off with dance and singing like i've got all the old home videos where i'm like i want to be a model i want to be a singer i want to be all all the things and so i had an elementary school teacher in fourth grade remember her to this day miss braun so if she's out there she watches this (laughs) i thank her like i truly truly do um she was the one that saw me in school and my personality and i would do the talent shows and she knew that i was Uh, dancer as well so she told my parents hey she should take acting classes Mm. and she was my referral to the acting classes that I'm still a part of to this day and truly the rest is history and as I began with acting I realized that that was the one that that was like my one true love so I, I still really enjoy singing to this day um but acting is like my number one
0: so you've done like you know you've done like the sitcom world, you've done the movies now like is there like a goal that you kind of want to hit someday?
1: Absolutely. Or, or
0: or a certain role.
1: Oh yeah, many goals, many many goals. Um I would love to see myself as a leading lady in in films. I'm really not I'm really not partial to one specific genre. I don't want to limit myself, but I've always been a huge fan of drama. I love dramas, which is so funny because I feel like my past few projects have been more on the comedic side. So it'd be really cool to showcase kind of like my dramatic chops and and show people what I'm really capable of. Um, Also a huge fan of HBO and then Back to the Film World, A24. So just to do something really gritty and dramatic and and also I'm like all the things really I'm like rom coms are really coming back. So yeah. um I'd love to be in a romance as well or a dramatic romance. Really all the things. I'm just excited for anything that's to come.
0: And what's great about it, like for you for every for the actors, everybody out there, there's so many like outlets out there, streaming services and independent. It's like you can be busy year round.
1: Oh yeah. It's it's so incredible. I mean there are so many opportunities always just at your fingertips I mean this is a really competitive industry and it's really hard but there is so much content being pumped out nowadays like you said with all the streaming services so it really feels like that one opportunity is just right around the corner at at any moment
0: and you mentioned you know like how Paramount Plus and Nickelodeon are working together now like they can bring back a show for 10 episodes and then you go off work on another 10 episodes of something else or a movie go right back to that
1: yay Exactly. So that's why I said, too. I mean, I'd love to do movies. I've always been really drawn to film, but that's why I wouldn't want to say that, oh, I don't want to do a series. I think it'd be incredible to be on a show. Also, limited series, too. Like you said, yeah. it's like you can do some episodes, you can do a movie, and then you're not necessarily tied down for so long. But um, I think, too, the cool thing about doing a show is that you get so much more time to explore your character so Mm. um, that's what i was able to do on nickelodeon so i'd love to do that um kind of at the next level you know something more more serious more dramatic
0: you mentioned uh, dramatic and everything is there a specific show that you enjoy watching that's like full of drama like that
1: oh that is such a good question um i mean i did mention hbo and, and a24 so gotta say euphoria i i loved zendaya's performance in euphoria i think she's so deserving of all the the acclaim that she and the accolades that she received with that role and also too i mean she's someone that came from disney and so seamlessly made that transition into those more adult roles and wasn't pigeonholed into being this child star on a children's network so i think that's something that i really strive towards which is great because i think Every Which Way had a really successful four season run, but it wasn't this like phenomenon that was so huge that I do have a following from it, but it's not like everyone knows who I am from that show. So yeah. I feel almost like that was a huge blessing in disguise because people don't look at me and immediately think, Oh, she's a, she's a child actor, which, and and so she only does children's network shows. So that's, that's, that can be really hard sometimes for actors that, are on like a Disney or, or
0: Nickelodeon. Mm-hmm. What about, um? where was I going with this? I just Oh, Would you're, uh, you're acting, it's a craft. You want to learn and get better. Also, is there somebody that you model yourself after, or like you want to go and watch their stuff just to make your craft better?
1: Oh yeah. I mean, Zendaya again. I think she's an amazing young actress. Jenna Ortega is killing it. Yeah. Oh yeah, Disney she is. Like, yeah, and she's also someone that was on Disney. It's it's crazy. Like, she was on Disney. Then you know she had Wednesday. She's in so many amazing films. Um, I love Emma Stone. Obviously, Margot Robbie, America Ferrera. Um, yeah. what I love about Emma Stone too is La La Land. Huge fan of La La Land. I would love to do something like that someday where I can marry my love of acting and singing or a show like Daisy Jones and the Six. Oh my gosh, I loved Because <laughs> you mentioned um shows that I loved. I forgot about Daisy Jones and the Six. Like Riley Keo and uh Camila were amazing in that. That was such mm. a great show as well with the singing and the acting. So something like that would be really great and all those actresses are just phenomenal.
0: You mentioned all those names. Is there, is there somebody like on your bucket list like I want to work with them someday?
1: ah that is such a good question oh my gosh i'm like i need a second to think about this one oh my there's goodness. so many
0: names out there it's hard to pick i know
1: yeah so like actor actress director or sure. okay um Oh my gosh, I, I want to work with Greta Gerwig. <laughs> I want to <laughs> work with her. But I was, you know, obviously it's like the Barbie craze just happened. So I think yeah. everyone wants to work with her. But even before then, like with Lady Bird, um, I'm a really big fan of Saoirse Ronan as well. So mm. I think, even and I watched Frances Ha like years and years ago. Someone recommended it to me. And this was before she had really come onto the scene and blown up how she has now. But um I just think I've been so lucky throughout my career to work with so many amazing female directors that I don't look at them and I'm like, oh, you're a great director because you're a woman. But it's just that energy. There's something about working with directors that are women that I just love, like working with Zelda and just a few others throughout my career. It's it's been really great. I love seeing women do their thing.
0: Amazing. Speaking of Zelda, let's jump into Lisa Frankenstein now. How amazing was this film? Especially with like the whole like 80s and the darkness and the the vibe, the neon lights.
1: (laughs) yeah, it was so fun. I mean, I am obsessed with the hair, the makeup, the wardrobe, everything. It is such a colorful, fun, wacky, bloody, hilarious movie. It's definitely a horror comedy romance. But to me, I I don't think it's, I personally don't think it's that scary. I found myself just cracking up watching it, which is amazing because going into it, I'd obviously read the script. I knew what was going to happen. Yeah. But actually seeing it come off the page and watching it on screen was just a completely different experience. I felt like I was watching something that I had never even read before. And I think that's such a testament to... Zelda's style of directing where she was so open to playing and she was so collaborative and kind of let everyone have their have their moment to just be creative and and have fun and so I think that's why the end product was just like wow even crazier and funnier and more amazing than I could have expected.
0: Did you originally go in for Misty?
1: That is such a good question because I went in for Misty, Lori, and uh, Trisha. So oh, I, wow. think, I think all actresses that auditioned for Taffy's Best Friends, the kind of like cheerleader trio, everyone yeah. read for all three roles. And it was so funny because I kind of got to do my own take on each character. But the one that I connected to the most was Misty. So mm. when I found out that I booked a role in the movie and that it was Misty, I was so excited So I was like, this is the one that if I... Could pick, I would have picked Misty. So it was great that it was just kind of meant to be in that sense
0: what was what was the description we were given for Misty?
1: It was that she's one of Taffy's cheerleader best friends. It yeah. said, She's a bit of a gossip and a little rude to outsiders, Mm. which is true because she wasn't very nice to Lisa. Lisa was definitely an outsider to her. So you can see throughout the movie, even just in my reactions and like the looks that I would give her. It's (laughs) one of those things where I think Misty, I played her like she thinks that she doesn't wear her emotions on her face mm. but she totally does so she's like you know like she, she thinks that you can't tell that you're totally judging her but anyone else would know that yeah she's she's judging you mm.
0: you felt you you said you were like you felt like you were connected to this character uh any challenges playing this character
1: honestly not with this character i think i had a pretty good grasp of of who misty was and i also took inspiration from Gretchen Wieners from Mean Girls, which is iconic, such a great movie, I love it. And so with Misty also being kind of a bit of a gossip, I was like, wait, she's like, she's totally like a Gretchen Wieners type. Like I knew Mm. kind of like what this type of girl was and she's not like super mean either. It's just those little looks and those little moments where um, you're like, I don't know about this girl.
0: And you mentioned earlier about like the, the fashion sense of this film. And like, you know, Misty has like a unique sense for this. Like, how did, did you collaborate with like the costume designers to bring her look?
1: No, that was all them. That was all, truly, them. that was all the costume department. But what was so funny with Misty's look is I have curly hair all throughout the film. Like it's very curly, very 80s. And my hair is not naturally curly. But I remember people on set thinking that that was my naturally curly hair. And so I went back and I told the girl from the hair department, I was like, people think that this is like really my hair. And then um, I was like, oh, you did such a good job. So, I mean, she did amazing. Like people really thought that was my hair. I was like, nope, I do not have naturally curly hair.
0: Did it take a while to get it ready for the scenes?
1: A little bit, it did take a little while. What they would do is they would put in these heated rollers and they would kind of let it set and then they would take them off and it would just be like super curly and then they would lots of teasing is needed and then if they needed to go back with the curling iron that they would go back and make those like real tight coils so they would last
0: so like with Misty do you think uh like she learns or grows from her experience in the film like throughout the throughout the film
1: into maybe being a kinder and nicer girl there you go I don't think that the audience gets to see that i would hope that for her because what's so lovely about taffy her best friend is that Mm. on the page you would read it and you would think that she's almost like the regina george of Mm. of this friend group but she's so kind and she's so sweet so my hope for misty is that she would learn from taffy and just be more kind hearted you know you can, she can be the popular mm. girl but also have a a kinder spirit so i think too uh, Liza Sobrano did such an incredible job mm. of playing taffy and bringing that sweetness to her that i think otherwise people wouldn't wouldn't expect or maybe would be quick to judge and be like oh taffy's going to be that that popular mean girl but yeah. no i think it's more her little trio of friends that's right. uh, that are the judgier ones
0: yeah working with Liza, like how would you describe like the chemistry with cuz most of your scenes are with her on set?
1: Oh, it was lovely. She's so incredible. I she's so sweet and she is so down to earth. I mean, this is her Hollywood debut, but she is massive in the Philippines and for someone that has such great success already overseas, yeah. she was so sweet. It was really easy working with her and with jenna and trina as well who played the other two cheerleaders we had so much fun and then afterwards we're all like oh like cheer sisters and still keep up with each other on social media so it was nice getting to see at least jenna and liza at the premiere it was really nice getting to reunite with them
0: what are you hoping for like the the audience that tunes Your know, people are gonna go watch this movie because it's been they've been showing clips throughout the over the weekend especially uh what are you hoping they remember mostly about your uh, your performance about mm. misty about misty
1: what I hope viewers take away from my performance is uh, I want them to take away some really funny like memorable reactions and I want them to remember like uh quality like over quantity in a sense I would say like my appearances in the film, it's not like Misty's in every single shot, but I hope that the yeah. shots that I am in leave like a lasting impression on viewers where they can think back and be like, oh my gosh, do you remember, you know, what she said or what the face that she made? And and hopefully they can like think back on that and laugh because there's so many like iconic funny moments throughout the film that I hope mine leave a lasting impression on viewers as well.
0: You mentioned uh, working with uh, Zelda So, uh, Did she give you any pointers to the trio, to the group there about how to... Do your scenes or any advice?
1: Yes, so what she told us that I think is so funny, she said, these three practically share a brain cell. <laughs> so it was nice because um, all of us kind of had our own individual take on our character, but all our reactions are very in sync. And, and people will notice that in the film. It's like, if one of us sighs with relief, we all sigh with relief. If one of us goes oh we all go oh but it's cool because you get to see it kind of like in a different way. So everyone has their own unique personality. But she said you share a brain cell, so we would all kind of be like, okay, like what do we think? How do you we think we're reacting here? What do we mm-hmm. think we're thinking here? So it was really fun because we're all just kind of kind of little minions that uh, think the same.
0: Yeah. What Would you Would you think of Catherine and Cole?
1: Oh my gosh. They are just, they're stars, really. I mean, they are veterans in this. They've both been doing this since they were so young. I, of course, like everyone else, grew up watching Cole on the Disney Channel. There's yeah. another one. Another person,
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> um, But yeah, Catherine had, like, such an amazing confidence to her. Like, you can really just tell, like, she brings this energy as the... The lead, you know, like really carrying the the energy and setting the tone for the film set. She was just so fun to work with, and unfortunately, I actually, I mean, I didn't have any scenes with Cole, yeah. so I got to see his amazing performance, but I didn't really get any one-on-one time with him. But just, I mean, really, he did so incredible. Both of them, and it was it was really great getting to work with Catherine because I did get to work with her, and mm-hmm. um, I think too, she had so many like fun different takes and and. She was so creative with her character as well, where she would do a few takes, but she would always kind of change it up. So she gave Zelda a lot of options to play with. So it was really fun getting to see her, getting to see her do her thing like firsthand.
0: And you never know with these type of movies too. You could see a sequel or a spinoff.
1: Yes, exactly. You never know. I'm like, yeah. I feel like the '80s is just so in right now. Yeah. Um, I don't want to let it go. I'm, I'm, I want to keep doing more period pieces. Really, it's just like That's fun right. to have different hair, different makeup, different sets, and to immerse yourself in that world and kind of go back to a different era. It's so cool. Yeah.
0: That's amazing. So what's next for you now? Any other projects you're allowed to tell us about that you got coming out or about to go work on?
1: Oh, yeah. There's a couple things in the works. Right now, the one that I can talk about is called Re-election. It's another comedy. Uh, it's an independent feature. It's starring Adam Sanders, who's our writer, director,
0: wow.
1: and Tony Danza and Bex taylor Claus. So I hope to have more details about that soon. I play Elena in the film. So I shot that last summer in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. So I was wow. able to go back there because Lisa Frankenstein shot in New Orleans, Louisiana. So okay. both projects to work on those, those were my first time visiting New Orleans and Baton Rouge respectively. So really fun film. And I hope I can give more details about that soon.
0: Amazing. Uh, lastly, now, how can the listeners, the viewers find you on social media, keep up with you for you know more Lisa Frankenstein clips that you've been dropping and anything else in the future?
1: Oh, yeah. OK, so I'm on Instagram at Paola N. Andino. So can't miss that. N. it's for my middle name, Nicole. So Paola N. Andino, I'm not on X or formerly known as Twitter as often, but I do sometimes tweet a little bit. So that's also at Paola N. Andino, same handle.
0: Amazing. I want to thank you for giving me a few minutes today. This was great. We got to get you back on with your other projects.
1: Oh, yes. Thank you so much. It was so fun chatting with
0: you. Thank you. So yeah, this one...